Doctor, doctor, give me the news. I've got a bad case of whatever it is. And we go to the doctor and we say, I'm sick or I've got a sore this or this is injured or I don't feel so good. And depending on the doctor that you go to and depending on the specialist that they send you to, you'll get a diagnosis of some kind. You've got this rowing. So this is the injury that you've got or this is the illness or the sickness or disease that you've got. Now, the first part of that, of course, is wouldn't it be good to never have to go to the doctor? Wouldn't it be good to stay away from all the hospitals? Wouldn't it be good to just be a healthy, fit, strong human being that never has any medical challenges? Uh, that's the, the perfect world. Uh, and I would like to live in that world, which is why I'm healthy, fit and strong. And I would love for you to be healthy, fit and strong if you're not already, so that you don't ever end up in a hospital. If you want to get sick, it seems the quickest place to get sick is to go to the hospital. However, if you're ever in the situation where somebody gives you a diagnosis or somebody in your family, so uh, somebody that you care about goes to the doctor, to a medical person, and they are told you have this disease, you have this injury, you have this disorder. There's all sorts of things that we get diagnosed with. Uh, do we have the right to ask questions? And of course we do because you're in a medical situation. Uh, you may be paying the medical professional, you may not be. Uh, but I would hope that all medical professionals have become doctors because they want to, uh, well, they, they have an oath that says they will do no harm and they will do everything for you to, to if you're sick now, to get healthy. Uh, I would love to see a lot more prevention of sickness and disease. I think that would be awesome. But as most doctors share with me, particularly GPs, is that when people go to the doctor, it's usually because they're sick and they want something fixed. Make me better. Stop it hurting. I want it now. And that's why a lot of doctors, of course, rely on pharmaceuticals because if you're given a drug, then that might take the pain away really quickly. It might take the, the, the symptom of whatever's going on away, but it may not get rid of the cause and it may not prevent it happening in the future. So what rights do you have and what should you be asking a medical professional? And that's a very controversial question, but I'm just going to ask this question. If, if your health is important to you, and I hope that it is, uh, and if somebody tells you something about your body, uh, wouldn't you have a stack of questions that you'd like to ask? So I always have a system for that, and whether it's a doctor that tells me something or some other medical professional or a legal person or any kind of expert, whether it's an architect or a builder or an engineer, uh, I always ask a series of questions. So if it's a disease or an injury, what, what exactly is it? And if a doctor can't explain to you or the medical professional can't explain to you in simple English what you've got or whatever language you speak, could it be a really good idea to get a second opinion or talk to somebody else. Uh, if you can't understand what it is that you've got, then how can you get rid of it? So whatever disease, injury, illness you've got, it should be able to be explained to you really simply in, in common layman's terms so you can understand. So what is it that I've got? The next question is, why did I get it? Is it genetic? Did I eat something? Uh, did I pick it up from somebody else? Is it a, a germ, a bug or a virus? What causes this thing that I've got? Why did I get it? Did I eat the wrong thing? Did I, am I inactive? Uh, why, why does this happen to people? So what is it exactly that I've got and why did I get it? Where did I get it from? <laughs> did I again? Did I pick it up from somewhere? And if it's going, if it's going to affect somebody else, should we make sure that they don't get it? Uh, did I get it from my my genetics? Did I get it from my mother, from my father? Do I need to find out about my family tree? Uh, 
it's a really important question because how can I get rid of something if I don't know where it came from? Uh, and we, we hear depression, anxiety, type 2 diabetes, osteoporosis, all of the, the big diseases. And I rattle them off pretty quickly. So the biggest killer in the world is coronary heart disease. The type 2 diabetes experts will argue with that and they'll say that no type 2 diabetes kills more people than heart disease. Interestingly, they're both related to your arteries, your hoses, as I call them, inside your body. Uh, we've now got osteoporosis, depression, obesity, cancer, stroke, Alzheimer's dementia, they're the biggest killers in the world. Why do we get them? Where did they come from? Which then means we've got a way to get rid of them. Then when did I get it? I always ask the question, how long have I had this for? Again, is it it a genetic thing that's lived inside my body? Why didn't I know about it sooner? When did this happen to me? And now that question may not be able to be answered, but we should be asking the question. There's a great quote for that. Better for a question to go unanswered than an answer to go unquestioned. So if somebody gives you an answer and you don't get what they said, it doesn't make sense. Make sure you keep asking questions. But you don't leave the question, the the answer, oh sorry, the question unanswered. Ask the question. And if you don't get the right answer, keep asking questions until you do. So what have I got? Why did I get it? Where did I get it? When did I get it? And how do I bloody get rid of it? (laughs) I think it's a really important question. And then even for me, even more important than that, how quickly can I get rid of it? So one of my favourite questions, and I've, I've watched medical professionals' faces because I've gone with my clients, with people that I care about, with my family, to doctors, oncologists, cardiologists, endocrinologists, psychologists, and I always ask this question, whatever this person's got now, if they were to end up in the Guinness Book of World Records for the person to get rid of this the quickest, what would they have to do? I've said that to people who have said to me, Rowie, you've got this. And I say, okay, so I've got it. How quickly can I get rid of it so that I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records for the person who gets rid of this disease, this injury, this whatever it is, the quickest possible? And what, what happens to the medical professional's face? It's really funny because now they know they're not dealing with somebody that's looking for a... a a sick certificate as I call it Uh, often people go to the doctor because they just want to have a couple of days off work so the doctor writes them a medical certificate and they have a couple of days off work I'm not talking about that I'm talking about if you don't want to be sick and if you are sick or injured how do I get rid of this really quickly if you share that with the medical professional they know they're not dealing with somebody that's a hypochondriac or wants to have a couple of days off work or the kind of people that you know go and have six weeks off If somebody ever said that to me, I'd just say, don't be ridiculous. Do you know what happens to the human body if you don't move it for six weeks? If I'm not sick now, if I don't move for six weeks, I will be sick and I'll be weak and I'll be frail and I don't want to do that. So the interesting part of that too, though, is the top medical professionals in the world now know that. So, for example, if you have a a surgery, they're going to get you up and moving around as quickly as possible because we know that circulation and blood flow, oxygen supply, nutrient supply doesn't happen very effectively when you're lying down. You've got to get up and get your body moving as quickly as possible. Now, they might not want you to move if you've got stitches, but keep the stitches still, but move the rest of your body. Keep the broken bones still, but move the rest of your body. The quicker you can get up and move, the better, because we want the blood supply, we want the nutrient supply, we want the oxygen supply. We just want you to be back to being a human being as quickly as possible. 
So that's obviously a headspace because I get that a lot of people, when they're told you need to have six weeks off, they find that as, oh, great holiday, I can relax for six weeks because the doctor told me, the physio told me, the chiropractor told me, don't move around. But I'm going to get you to ask that question. What happens to the human body if it doesn't move for six weeks? And even if I've got this surgery or this internal organ that's busted, or this arm that's busted, or this muscle that's not working properly, what can I do to make sure that I recover really fast? What's the quickest time that anybody's ever recovered so I can be in the Guinness Book of World Records? And I don't want to do nothing for six weeks or eight weeks or one week or one day. I want to be a healthy, fit, strong human being as quickly as possible. And, of course, there's two parts to disease and injury. There's the ones that we cause ourselves and there's the ones that we have that are accidents, bad luck, they just happen to us. But both of those, of course, we will handle them better if we're fit and strong, yeah? So even if I've got some horrible genetic disease, all the top medical experts will share that if you're a fit, strong, healthy human being, you'll be able to handle that particular challenge better. You won't have it for as long. You'll get rid of it quicker and or it'll never come back again. But a fit, strong, healthy body doesn't fall out of the sky in a pretty big box. (laughs) You have to stay fit and you you have to get fit, you have to stay fit. You have to get strong and you have to stay strong. And if you do that, then all medical challenges, injuries, diseases, disorders, sicknesses, germs, bugs, viruses, all of those will have a much less effect on your lifestyle, your health, your well-being. So ask the questions, and that's all I'm, I'm asking you today, please, whether it's for you or the people that you love. You have the right to ask, what exactly is this? Explain it to me in layman's terms. Why did I get it? Where did I get it? When did I get it? And how quickly can I get rid of it? And what do I need to do to get rid of it so I'm the quickest recovering person from this particular challenge? And the worst-case scenario, of course, and should we accept the worst-case scenario, That's just a logical thing to do. What is the worst-case scenario? Now, of course, the worst-case scenario is you're going to die. But we're all going to die, and we don't know when we're going to die. So surely then it's about how do I live each day with passion and enthusiasm? How do I live my life to the max so that if something happens to me and I'm going to die, that I've lived a life that I'm really proud of, I'm really excited about? That's the worst-case scenario. The next case scenario might be that I've got this horrible disease and it's going to have an effect on my life. But here's again the great question. If I'm fit and if I'm strong, is it possible that it will have less effect on my life? So, and I think of the horrible things that that happen to people. Uh, I've had people in my life who've lost limbs, like both limbs. Let's say I've lost both both my legs. There are people who become Olympic athletes and win gold medals without any legs. There are professional, in particular, there's one professional speaker who has no arms and no legs, and he's a professional speaker uh, and has a beautiful family and provides for his family because he's decided that his challenge, his medical challenge, his physical disability, the thing that most people would let affect their life, I'm not going to let that happen to me. And I love that headspace. Regardless of what happens, I'm going to be a powerful, passionate, positive person. How about you? So... Doctor, doctor, give me the news. The news is, what have I got? Why did I get it? Where, where, where did I get it? When can I get rid of it? How quickly can I get rid of it? And please, let's make sure that I'm in the Guinness Book of World Records for the person who recovers the fastest from this. And if I'm going to die, how about I bloody live until the second that I die? I live with passion and enthusiasm and love my life. Could that be a good idea? I love my life. Woohoo! I love a sunny day. I love my life. 
Woo!